Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Rubbing Shoulders podcast with me, your host, Evan Quinones. Welcome to episode three. Um, This episode I'm really excited about. I know I say that with every episode, but this one I'm truly excited about because the person I'm interviewing is one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, She is someone that I grew up watching on TV and idolizing since I was um, 10. Yeah, 10 years old. (laughs) Um, And it means so much to me that she agreed to join me in this episode and have me interview her and get to know more about her on a personal level and um, get to know her story and her journey to to where she is now in her life. And um, yeah. for those of you who don't know, probably you probably don't know, but um, I have been a professional wrestling fan since I was seven years old. So I was so I started watching in 1999 um, with my brother. Um, it was just something that we did every Monday and every Thursday at that time. Um, it was like our bonding moment, and he got me into it. And um, fast forward, I'm still into it, and he's no longer. A fan but that's okay <laughs> um, i'm still grateful to him for getting me into something that i really truly enjoy and have a passion for um and yeah it's it's been a crazy i've been i've been watching wrestling since i was since 1999 so that's what so 24 years 24 years yeah crazy um and to see how it was when it started to where it is now it's just it's it's fascinating to me. But one of the people that I was watching on TV was a female wrestler who happens to be one of the greatest female wrestlers of all time or greatest wrestler of one of the greatest wrestlers period of all time, forget gender, um, is Victoria. Well, she went by Victoria in the World Wrestling Entertainment and but her given name is Lisa Marie Varen. She also went by Tara in another wrestling promotion named TNA Impact Wrestling. Um, but I was a diehard WWE, still still am a diehard World Wrestling Entertainment, aka WWE fan. Um, so that's where I really got to know her as Victoria and see the impact that she made in the company, in the industry. Um, because when she started, it was one of those things where women's wrestling was kind of taken seriously but then as time went on it kind of shifted and it was less about the wrestling it was more about um having the look of a diva which is what wwe referred to their female talent as um diva um and um but victoria didn't fit the typical diva what a diva was supposed to look like she was a badass she was very muscular, very strong, powerful, athletic, and hardcore. Like she was, she wasn't afraid to get in the ring, whether it was in a steel cage match, whether it was a hardcore match. She really tore the house down in every single match that she was a part of. Um, and she, she's amazing. She was amazing. She still is. And I still am a huge fan of hers. I go back every once in a while watching her old uh, videos on YouTube and all of the things that she's done over the years. Um, but to her core, she's just a regular person. She's a person like you and I, and she comes from humble beginnings. And she really worked hard to get to wrestling get to the wwe and um worked her ass off to maintain the longevity that she did in in the wrestling business and um yeah it's one of the it's 
It's it's so I'm so speechless that she agreed to to have me speak with her. Another thing about her that I really enjoyed is the fact that all of her music, all of her entrance music in wrestling were phenomenal. Um, she came in um, not long after she did when she when she came back as a full time wrestler in two, in 2002. Um, she had this very generic music that did it. It was just like an instrumental kind of thing, but then. She became, shortly after, she became a very psychotic character where all she just wanted to do was beat the hell out of, you know, mainly Tristratus. If you're a wrestling fan, you know who I'm talking, who I'm referring to. And that was their storyline. And she was, she played a very psycho character. Um, and so her theme song happened to be um, all the things she said by the Russian duo of Tattoo. And she, that song really fit her and it, it made her, I feel like it really um, made her connect with the audience. It helped her connect with the audience. And um, yeah, it's probably, if it wasn't for, for Victoria and, and her using that song, I would have never, I would have never known who Tattoo was or, or is. Um, so Victoria, the thing about another thing I love about wrestling is that they introduce you to music that you probably wouldn't have enjoyed or would have gone and, and listened to on your own. Um, so that's it's it's very interesting in that respect. Um, and another song when she became a good guy, um, she used an up tempo hip hop kind of song um, called uh, I Ain't the Lady to Mess With. And if you go and listen to that song, the vocal the, per, the lead vocal on that song, it sounds familiar. That's because um, it was Nicki Minaj. Uh, but at that time, Nicki Minaj wasn't really well known. Um, they just hired this local artist from New York um, to do a song for a wrestler. And at that time, Nicki agreed. And um, it's crazy to, to think about how the journey even Nicki Minaj um, went on from starting as an unknown you know, providing her vocals for a professional wrestler's entrance music to where she is now. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing to me. Um, but yeah, uh, Victoria is, like I said, she's just an, an incredible person. And um, it's, it, it's, it's kind of, we, 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 we talk about this in the interview, but it's, it's a shame that she's not a part of the wrestling in uh, the WWE hall of fame. And um I think it's time. I think it's time. She has done so much for women's wrestling. Um, she really helped pave the way for the women of today, the women's wrestlers of today, to be able to be taken seriously, to be able to main event WrestleMania, which is the super, uh, super, um, super Bowl, I can't even speak, uh, which is the Super Bowl of WWE. Victoria helped make that happen. Victoria, and along with the other women over the years, um, you know, all the other legendary women over the years that helped make that happen. Um, and I don't I don't think even though Victoria is respected with the fans, I don't think that she gets enough credit to I don't, I don't think she just gets enough credit for the um, the work that she put in and the impact that she made for women's wrestling and for it to be taken seriously like it is today. Um, but she is amazing she's such a character and i just love talking to her i could have talked i could have spoken to her for hours but um yeah it, it just it it 
it, it's crazy because I we it was supposed to just be 45 minutes for me to speak with her, but it, it, the conversation went on for nearly an hour and a half, and um, <laughs> I we both lost track of time. We just kept going and talking about her and her amazing career and her amazing life. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I, I don't want to take too, take up too much time because, like I said, the interview is is pretty lengthy. But I enjoyed it, and like I said, I could I could have continued talking with her. But um, yeah, without further ado, here is the legendary Lisa Marie Varon, aka WWE's Victoria, aka TNA Impact Wrestling's Tara. So Lisa, you know her, you love her. She she's not the lady to mess with. If you guys forgot or didn't know um lisa aka victoria from world wrestling entertainment aka tara from tna impact wrestling thank you so much for doing this it means a lot to me oh thank you for requesting me honestly um like uh, i i hate like referring you guys to the podstars.net but i get like there's like 15 podcast requests and okay for me to research all that that's an all day i think that you know and yes. i'm still trying to I'm trying to be an adult still, you know, right. paying bills, going to the post office and like, you know, all that and going to the bank and all, you know, and shopping and like grocery shopping. Right. So you know, adulting is not easy for me. Oh, it's not. I don't think yeah. it's easy for anybody. I know it's overrated, isn't it? We, I don't think anybody ever figures it out like ever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wish this on anybody. Every time I do an uh, interview, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a guest appearance and they're like, oh, I still live with my parents. I go, Stay as long as you can. Right, right. So kick, no shame. They kick you out, right? There's no, no shame. shame. Exactly. No shame. Um, but yeah, when I requested you, I, I did say that it means a lot because as a professional wrestling fan since I was seven, and specifically of yours, it, it really does mean a lot to me. So again, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for that. Thank <laughs> you. Oh so, my God, that means a lot to me. Yeah. So we're recording this episode on today. So today is the 25th. Um, but before we get into you and your life and your career, um, the news broke yesterday about the passing, the tragic passing of Ray Wyatt. Um, and I saw that you posted, and I guess it was a throwback picture of, of you two. How, how did you meet? And from your own personal interactions with him, what, what, what kind of person was he? Okay. Um, can I be honest with you? I was yeah. out of the business when he got into um, the business yeah. and I was a huge follow the buzzards, uh, fan. Um, when I had the, the Squared Circle restaurant in Chicago, we had um, one of our customers dress as Bray Wyatt. He mm -hmm. came in. We got. We bought a lantern. We would turn off all the lights. Come from the out from the kitchen back into the um, restaurant so people could get the entrance and stuff like that. It was a big mark for him. Wow. And so I didn't really know him on a personal level. I see him at uh, occasional guest appearances. And I was scheduled at Wizard World or um, Chicago Comic Con, and I heard he was coming in. And the flight, you know, the, you guys like when we're late and stuff like that, it's not our fault. It's sometimes mm -hmm. delays of flights, and like he his flight didn't land. Mm -hmm. And so I go, well, I'm, I'm, they're like, oh, you can leave. You're done with the signing. I go, oh no, I'm waiting for Br Bray Wyatt. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan. And I just asked him. I said, hey, my name's Victoria. He goes, no, oh, I know who you are. You know, you just like have a habit of introduce yeah. yourself like you know i go i'm lisa i used to be victoria back in the day and he was like yeah i know you and i go well can i take a picture with you and he was like yeah absolutely and i go could you put me in your finisher yeah yeah oh and that's like, how yeah. it and I go, can i get on your back let me let me yeah yeah he's such a great guy i saw him um, overseas it was a 
for the level wrestling, one of their appearances, they have a lot of um, comic cons like there. That's their big comic cons. Like right. we call our con. There's this for the level wrestling, and um, and he was there and he was sweating. And I was like, I go, oh, are you okay? And he goes, I I get really nervous at these because like I don't know what what people are wanting to meet that Bray Wyatt or himself and. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff, you know what I mean. So like, mm-hmm. it's it's also difficult for us to like, oh, yeah, what character that they want to meet. Like, you'll you kind of feed off the fan. Like, you know, if they want to meet Victoria, I'll go in and out of character, but not mm-hmm. so much. They they yeah. they know me because we have the God TV show, so they know right. Lisa. You know, but um, such a kind-hearted person um, would never like. You met him on the street, and he's so nice. You wouldn't think he's a wrestler. Like mm-hmm. not even like not even an inkling of like, do you know who I think I am or anything like that? Yeah. Um, you know, he comes from a very talented family and oh, yeah. um, my phone started blowing up and I was like, what the hell is going on? I, cause I don't really scroll on social media as much. I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. It's, it's tedious and it's, it's a job. Like I, mm-hmm. I try to promote where I'm going to be at and it's, it's hard to keep up and like, you know, the negativity of social media it's, it's not it's not healthy no and so um i people were texting me i go what the heck and they were like it was just going crazy about bray wyatt and yeah. uh you can tell like how many people posted pictures with him to tell you what a good guy he was mm-hmm. dad is a great agent you know i was a big fan of his and bo dallas like yeah. i mean that family is just naturally talented and right just like my god so young Oh my gosh! Oh, young. I still don't even know what happened. Yeah, um, I just, people were just screen capping and set, sending what Triple H said. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. I still right. don't even. Do you even know? I heard. I heard because he had some heart issues, um, and then he had gotten COVID, um, and that kind of oh. played a role in it. But um, we're not. We're not really. You know, no one's one hundred percent sure until it's official. You know. Um, yeah. 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 It's so, so sad, sad, but I'm so. I I feel I'm like for his- like Terry Funk. Then oh my gosh it, yeah it's just what and then you know tommy dreamer his mom passed away uh like two months ago i want to say mm. and i did call him and i was like hey tommy i i found out through freaking social media mm-hmm. that was it like something popped up on my instagram because i was about to post and it was like tommy dreamer and i was like oh, i didn't even call and i called him and i'm you know supposed to be the reason of everything's going to be okay. Right. And I was like, I, he was like, he, he goes, this is why you're crazy. You're supposed to call me and cheer me up. Mm. Um, and you're going, it doesn't get better. I'm telling you, you're going to be crying once a week. You're going to need that once one day a week where you listen to old songs about mm-hmm. your mom and you're like, you need to let it out. Yeah. And it it's never therapeutic. Goes away. Mm-hmm. It's therapeutic. And you're mm-hmm. like, and then some song will come on the radio and you're like, you know what I mean? You start crying yeah. and it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a hard loss, you know? And yeah. he was close with his parents and, and I was, yeah. and my mom was my best friend too. Mm-hmm. Is that your fire alarm or is that mine? That's my, I'm in New York city. So you're good. We're oh, probably going to hear San Diego, baby. <laughs> okay, so everybody goes, Hey, can you put yourself on mute? And I'm so oblivious about the sirens. I'm right. so used to it. And I have the trolley down. Like you look down my window out here, there's a trolley pickup. So you'll hear, eh, like uh yeah just, i'm so used to it so yeah okay I, it is what wow. it is evan we gotta yeah you and i are like same lifestyle i guess right oh the crazy city life <laughs> yes 
Yeah, I couldn't do the suburbs, I'll be honest with you. Yes. But um, but yeah, so our condolences go to his partner, Jojo. They're two young kids. And um, yeah. yeah, very sad. Um, so let's get into you. Let's get into your I know you were born in what, San Bernardino, California, correct? Yes, I was. So, yes, I grew up how, in California. Yes, California. How would you yeah. describe your childhood? Would you Would you say you had an, a relatively normal upbringing? Were your parents ever strict with you at all? You know, I had three older brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't. You know, I didn't start dating until I was like sixteen years old because my I three older brothers they were players. That's why I was scared of boys because they would just you know, they had a lot of girlfriends. You know, they were the yeah. studs school and they were athletes and stuff like that but I was very babied and people were like no wonder you're so tough you had brothers no they never touched they never mm-hmm. laid a hand on me they were mm-hmm. so super protective my oldest brother bought me my first car my second oldest uh, bought me my first motorcycle and um, I was one of those kids that I got attached to their to their girlfriends and they, when they mm-hmm. would break up with them I was like <laughs> Like, <laughs> she was amazing. Oh my God. Why did you break up with Is her? Is there a way to get back with her? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, yeah, but I was really spoiled as a kid. Not, it was middle, you know, my dad was in the Air Force. My mom was a, a housewife and um, not, not wealthy family, very middle class, low to middle class. And, um, but, uh, you know, I loved it. I was always barefoot in the street, um, no shirt. I was very much of a tomboy, mm-hmm. um, just... Uh, I was very protected by my brother. So I didn't have a lot of rules. So I, I guess I just learned by example, like Mm -hmm. what my brothers and my oldest brother is like my role model. He was in the Olympics for um, real wrestling, you know, the real wrestling, not pro wrestling. Right. Right. My brothers did um, amateur wrestling and Mm -hmm. um, he was a straight A student. And so very competitive. And that was seeped into me where Mm -hmm. I had to be the best of the best of the best. Not yeah. because of my parents ever. They never pressured me ever. Okay. Why did you get a B? Or why did you get a C? Ba, 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 ba. No. Um, I, I just did well just to, to do well because yeah. I it was just in my 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 nature and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I was um I was a cheerleader growing up. I did gymnastics, dance, and um yeah, I had um I think like because of my background, cheerleading especially helped me with uh wrestling go figure people are gonna like going cheerleading what the what the fuck can mm-hmm. i cuss yeah oh yeah go ahead. Okay, okay all right okay and um yes absolutely we were very competitive gymnast uh, like we were we had to do gymnastics on our cheerleading squad and we were mm-hmm. very competitive we did the nca and like just competitions all the time and um you know school spirit and just um having to have gr- good grades to be in cheerleading because you had it maintain yeah. a certain grade point average just like every sport oh yeah you know what I mean? so yeah so i had a great childhood i'll be honest with you um that's good you know just not not super wealthy i i, I did see my parents struggle mm-hmm. a lot and when i went to college you know they couldn't afford you know like even community college i went to rcc riverside community colleges then i then i went to a private con- college loma Linda university mm-hmm. then i went to ucla and thank God I am Puerto Rican because I mm-hmm. got the, yeah, I, you know. Same. Being, I'm Puerto Rican yeah, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just half. Wasted I'm full. Brain. I'm full, but my Spanish is bad. So. Uh, no, well, you're at Carlito calls us K-Fade Puerto Ricans because. Yes. Spanish. Right. Okay? Exactly. So I'm just half. Waist down. Booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, 
thank God for that because that helped with the, you know, financial aid and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, right. you know, but um, I saw my parents struggle and, um, you know, I felt guilty about it, stuff like that. But uh, I think all, that's why all of us kids try to succeed so much to be, mm-hmm. to make our parents like, you're struggling, let us do well. Yeah. You know, I don't right. know. With the pressure, maybe it just was ingrained in our head. Right. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You wanted to live a better life than what your parents live. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and of uh, course, they probably wanted that for you too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they always instill, don't rely on anybody. You can do it mm-hmm. yourself, that kind of stuff, you know? And, yeah. um, but, and also instilled, be realistic too. Exactly. People, you know how they say, uh, live your dream? I love saying, live your dream, but be a realist. Like, you mm-hmm. know, um, like some people have dreams that are just, just, it's so big. Um, mm-hmm. Like, especially if you want to get in wrestling, yes, try it. And you need to ask the school, like, do you, do you, you know, they, they didn't say I had the it factor for wrestling. That's why I tried so hard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? I was like, my personality is bigger than life. You know, I, mm-hmm. I always please others, not myself. Right. That's a, that's a double-edged sword. So I don't ever recommend that. You need to live for yourself. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, they, you know, you you got to consider, you know, sacrificing, being away from family, Evan. Like, um, you're away from family, mm-hmm. like, four days a week. And you're yeah. just, you're it's it's a lonely road. But you are living your dream and doing what you want. But you're just, like, going, wow, I miss my family. But mm-hmm. I can't ask for time out because the show must go on. I'm in a storyline. I need to stay focused. And, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. but, yeah, yeah. But it's. It was worth it. I'm never regretting anything I did. Right. You know, I did. Oh, did you hear that gunshot outside my door? And there was a gunshot? I didn't hear it. I don't know. Probably. Or a, a, a car that backfired. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Welcome to the hood. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the hood. Where the hood at? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so you said, you said living your dream was, I know you went to school. You were, you were planning to be a doctor, right? Yes. Was yes, that your yes. dream? Um, yeah, I was, um, okay. I was good at science and math, um, back in the day. Um, and, uh, I did volunteer work, um, in high school. It wasn't, vol- it wasn't, it wasn't recommended. It was just, I go, let me see if I want to be a pediatrician. D- ended up not, I ended up getting chicken pox, mm. uh, uh, like there were chicken pox and I never had chicken pox. And I was like, you don't get to see kids in their finest. That's like saying, I love animals. I want to be mm-hmm. a vet. No. I don't, I can't put a dog down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're the bad side of things. You know what I mean? And then, um, oh my gosh. And then I was a biology, bio, biomed student and um, needed a break from UCLA because it's the first time living on my own. Mm-hmm. And ended up moving back home. Got a, a cocktail waitress, waitressing job. Um, met my ex-husband. He wanted to open a gym. I got addicted to working out. My body started changing. I ended up doing one bodybuilding show. And then I saw fitness competitions on TV on ESPN, um, fitness America and saw the dance routines with the gymnastics and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's me. I that's can't you. I'm a bodybuilder. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't just stand there and pose. And so, um, you know, you're doing a dance routine with music and, um, I ended up getting my IFBB pro card. Um, I turned pro really quickly and um, met Tori Wilson, um, mm-hmm. who got it to WCW, yeah. brought me backstage. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? 
oh my God, what the hell are you doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but at, before that, let me back, let me rewind. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> My ex-husband knew a guy named Rob Newth. I still remember him. Mm-hmm. He used to remove corneas, saphenous vein, bone, middle ear, and um, you know, uh, sclera, which is the white part of your eye, for mm-hmm. transplantation. And so I go, are they hiring? I would love to learn as we do this. Right. You know, The reason why I got the job was because of Loma Linda University, La Sierra. Mm-hmm. Because that school was hands-on. Like We were working on cadavers, second quarter of biology. And private schools, college, I'm like, so expensive, so expensive. I had to live in the dorm, even though my parents lived 20 minutes away. Wow. You, have to, you know, it's all girl dorm. And they're like, but the education was just freaking up there. And it was mm-hmm. a Seventh-day Adventist school, but I'm not Seventh-day Adventist. Right. So I'm an outcast. But um, I started working on cadavers and um, removing for, for transplantation, you know, organ donation and you know, tissue donation and um, got addicted to working out because I was cutting through young teenagers that got, mm-hmm. you know, that shouldn't be passed away, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know, and I, you know, I come from Puerto Rican, my mom's Eastern European, Turkish food mm-hmm. and just packing food. We mm-hmm. never die. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, this is my future. I probably have a bad heart. I probably yeah. have high blood pressure. You know what I mean? And um, that's what got me addicted to working out. Mm-hmm. And then um, fast forward. Okay, I let, let me. Okay, yeah, go yeah. Ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna I'm say. No, no, no. ADHD. It's okay. ADHD. I have. I. I probably have some minor form of ADHD too. No, but I just wanted to cut in and say that I can really connect with you on the working out part because I, the start of the pandemic, I was. I'm five eight and I was two hundred, almost two hundred and fifty pounds, just fat, obese. And uh, like you, my my family also comes from high blood pressure, diabetes, and whatever. And I went to the doctor and I saw my blood pressure was, I was in hypertension two, stage two. So like I was really close to How getting- How old are you, Evan? Do you mind me asking? I'm, I'm 31. Oh, you're young. Oh, that's too yeah. young for that. Yeah. Yes. So I, I also, so when the pandemic started, I was unemployed. I had nothing but time on my hands. And I just started walking every day for like three, a minimum of three miles a day. And I obviously changed my eating habits. And yeah. um, so- when I saw the weight was melting off, I was like, oh, like something's happening. Like, and then once, and then once it started getting too cold to walk outside in New York city, I joined the gym and I've been at the gym ever since. And now I'm, I'm addicted to working out just, you know, just the same. Mm -hmm. And I'm the opposite. The COVID hit, (laughs) it it, it ruined me. I was like, I don't want to hide. I don't want to do this. You need to follow my friend. He was my trainer. Um, Joey Thurman, you guys, um, he's, you just go to my Instagram, really okay. Marie, and follow him, Joey Thurman. He uh-huh. trained me, and he was just saying the best you can do is walk every day, walk. and that's the best exercise. And it was just walking, it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And Candace did that too, and her body transformed as well yeah. after COVID and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, it's just uh, it's crazy, um, what we go through that makes us go, What the hell am I doing? Because I yeah. want to join a gym, I'm not one that works out at home. I can't, I have no motivation. Yeah. I can't either. I, and even walking outside, I'm just like, oh, there's everybody's just slugging and shopping and stuff yeah. like that. I need the gym environment with the music and right. not, and with the hat down here yes. and just, um, in my own world. Yeah. And so yeah, but yeah. Um, the gyms here are like, just probably like New York, $175 a month. Yeah, I mean, I've, there's Planet Fitness, which is a little cheaper. I go to New York Sports Club, which is a little more, but I, I, it's it's worth it. It's I it's love it. It's worth it. it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, and I hate saying that. It's so expensive. 
there's no price tag on your health. But right. when you are living in an expensive city, oh yeah, guys, that's why I say live at home as much as possible. Yes. Live at home so you can afford these amenities that you took for granted back in the day. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, Let me put my I'm gonna put my hat on for okay. you because we're not on a timer, by the way. Okay. Um, it did take a timer. I guess we did okay, hold on. I got the hat. Um, sure. Another podcast, another podcaster gave it to me as a gift. He came to see me in Queens. And then oh. I was like, and then you're Puerto Rican. Let me get it. Okay. 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 I see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little big. I, I didn't shave it yet. Yes. Yes. I wore that. Yet. I love yeah. it. This is sweet. Wow. I'm that's telling a, I you, love like, it. Uh, honestly, um, Evan, like the fan base, like I do have, um, I, I do have very loyal. Yeah. And I become friends with my fan base. And, um, you know, I remember a lot of them I'm like, oh, my God, hey, I saw you here. And um, those, but, you know, I I was a fan too. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's really no difference between them being a fan and then me being a wrestler because mm -hmm. I'm a fan too. So it's like uh, we're both the same. We're family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember, I remember, this is a small story, but you're you're not gonna remember this because obviously it was a while ago, but um, when you were champion, you were the psycho character and you it was a house show in, in Madison Square Garden. And afterwards, you know, I think you had, you were on your way to the hotel or something. So you were surrounded by fans and I was small. I was really small. And I was like, she's so crazy. She's so psycho. I don't like her. I don't like her. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You were, you were champion. And I was, I screamed, well, not scream, but I said kind of loud, lose your championship. But obviously you didn't hear me because you were surrounded by fans, talking to fans and whatever. Oh, No, you didn't because you were talking to someone else. I usually would have said something back because like, right. you know, when you're a heel and a bad character, fans want to get the feedback you know what yes. i mean i would have said something back to you you know what i mean right yeah and, um, yeah this is a funny yeah. story yeah. <laughs> yeah and in madison square garden i was just talking about that just recently um i'm still friends oh it was on our last god tv show with brian gerwitz he okay. was the writer of um a head writer at wwe and he now he writes for the rock mm -hmm. you know and um on the young young i was gonna say young sheldon young the young rock, <laughs> young rock. you know what yeah I mean? and, um and he was talking about mass. I, I go, you know what? Five of those people that were surround us walking back to that, that parking structure that was super expensive across the street. <laughs> I'm still friends with to this day. Wow. Wow. To this that. day, you know, you, you appreciate the loyal people that yeah. followed you for many years. You know what I mean? Because yeah. without them, you'd be nothing. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so going back to the whole fitness thing, I know you worked at crunch, right? And I that's did. where you West met Hollywood. West Hollywood. And that's yes. where you met the one and only China. Yes. So what was it like meeting China? Like I know the story where she said that you had a good look for wrestling, but how was she like as a person? I was intimidated. Dude, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, um, I was in West Hollywood. There was a lot of celebrities that came in and I was like, oh my God, that's China. I know Tori works for the company. I mean, works in wrestling. Trish is in business. And I was trying to act like really like cool beings, cool. like Hey, you know, hey, I saw you um, bought, you know, paid to come in the, the, the gym. I was going to say restaurant. The, um, uh -huh. the gym, I'm thinking food. See that? Right. <laughs> See? Uh, gym. So I gave her a stack of um, guest pass. And I go, hey, I go, I have a couple of friends that do what you do. It's Trish Stratus and Tori Wilson. And she goes, oh, hey, you have a good look. And then she was so nice and down to earth. 
and very, um, I'll be honest with you, how people think she's so jacked and like humongous. I was taller than her and I think I was bigger than her. She's wow. more ripped and shredded that the size on TV makes you look like a goddess. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, That's like amazing. she was very sweet and very pretty. And um, I think we took a hip hop class together. I purposely said, can I take my break? I'm going to take a hip hop class. Then. <laughs> and, and I wasn't trying to get in at the time. I mean, like, I wasn't like, I have to do this. But she said, you have a good look for it. And then she said, you should reach out. And I did. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? And, and the rest is history. Yeah. And who would have thunk? Right. Crazy. And we still um, miss China to this day. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And if you're like, what part of um, New York do you live? Can you hear me? Or is my dog bothering you? No, I hear you perfectly. Moana. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, I was... I was at, I did an appearance in Queens. It's called Wrestling Universe. Okay. And, um, they had all these action figures of um, China for $10. And I go, is this marked right? And he goes, yeah. And I go, $10 for a China action figure? I go, he goes, yeah, you would not believe what people, how people, is that your trolley too? Yes, that's my fire truck, I think. <laughs> It's, a, it's oh, I really loud. Outside of a trolley too. Okay. <laughs> but, but I was like, I, if I had a big bag, I would have bought the whole stack and. Right. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah. Wrestling Universe, get your action figure for ten dollars. I'm not. I don't work for them, but they're only ten dollars there. So right. And I, 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 li I live in Queens. I actually, I haven't gone. I haven't been there. I should go there one day for sure. Follow them on uh, it's like social media. They mm -hmm. have wrestlers coming every week. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard I've heard of it, but I still haven't made my way over. I should. Oh I definitely God. should. Fox was just there just last week. Yeah, you got follow them because you're gonna know everybody in there. Yes, honestly, good people for too. sure. Good. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um. So yeah. So so from after China told you that you should get into wrestling. Obviously, the rest is history. You became one of the biggest female superstars of all time. Not to no, not I to toot your own horn or anything. <laughs> You too. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I just, you know, you have people doubt you so much in the business, like um, when you don't have experience in it, you know, like so people are a lot like, no, nah, she's not going to make it. She's not going to make mm -hmm. it. She has fake nails, like you know, uh, long hair, like you know that different lifestyle and stuff. And um, they didn't know I was a tomboy. And when you hear people say you can't make it, what do you mm -hmm. what what opposite you're going to go? You know what? Gonna, I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to show you. Best. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. gonna be a that's just a valet walking. Right, that's it. No, yeah, I knew that working with Godfather was my foot in the door mm -hmm. to get in the business, and then I was going, going to, to the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not know Evan that was gonna take me off TV. Right, thought I'm gonna show my badass, like you know, hey, yeah. I could do this. Took me off TV. Yeah, but then sent me to wrestling school full fledged. Yeah. Yeah, and bring it back to the wrestler. So it was a blessing and a curse at the same time because I had to leave leave LA um, right. and then move to Memphis and then to Louisville, Kentucky. Right. Yeah. So when you came back as a full time wrestler, were you nervous? Did you have that confidence that you were going to be able to succeed? No. Are you fucking kidding me? Sorry. No, I, no, no, no. This it's is fine. wrestling. Okay, but I'm going to let you know. But the wrestlers cannot talk without the F word. Okay, especially <laughs> not, not like you know, you should hear us going over a match. <laughs> okay but um okay no i every even to this day i just did um 
like even if I do a rough like like on Independence now that I'm retired, mm-hmm. um, I still want to throw up and pee my pants and I get nervous and um, it's it's people expect a lot when you're a rookie, you know, mm-hmm. like oh okay, let's see what she's got. So it's like a, a it's a it's a curtain seller. Everybody's like looking through the curtain. Let me see this new chick, right? Yeah. You're you're getting fillers out, right? And then yeah. um, you know, you try to prove yourself that you belong there. In the middle, you're like, is my repertoire getting better? Um, do I deserve to be here still? And then as a veteran, you can't mess up. Mm-hmm. And then and then why did the rookie girl mess up in the ring with you? You should have mm-hmm. carried her. So mm-hmm. the more pressure. So there's always, always a lot of pressure being a wrestler because you don't want the fans to feel sorry for you being too old or like, oh, she used to be so quick, like that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, and, you know, we age. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 52, man. I don't work that freaking fast. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not smooth like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to sit on the bed to put my shoes on. I'm like not, you know, can't do toe touch- touches anymore. Right. I'm like, you got to listen to your body, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, that's why I think people like fans should just little, be a little bit more forgiving. Just yeah. like when we mess up, we're human. We're, we're live. You can't do a spot again. Mm-hmm. You do it. You mess up. Oops. There was oil on the ropes. I slipped shoot and the fans are shitting on me you know so yeah. you know, people be, they get the experience being in the ring experiencing um especially as a woman like i don't want my hair on my face i want to sell i want my my, my emotions to come across the face mm-hmm. and then like oh my god my fat oh my god oh oops my my gut is hanging over my tights and then um you know like oh my god hard camera side i gotta work on that side because the hard camera's there and then are people booing me like they should, you know, and getting the heat. Like I, I need to be a heel. Like right. there's just a lot that goes through your head. You yeah. know, it's like, it's almost like live improv, you know, mm-hmm. you just, or being a comedian, you're going to shit some, some days and you're going to have a great night another day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. The crowd and, um, you know, people can be cruel and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a tough business, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to say that you need thick skin because I did not have thick skin. I was very sensitive. Um, I Where do you think that comes from? Where do you think the, the insecurity comes from? I think, um, I think my brothers were people pleasers and my parents were very much people pleasers as well. And just nurturing and giving and just, I was always that friend that, people can call and I'm not going to judge and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I think it's my, my family upbringing. I'll be honest with you. Just being, um, uh, I don't know. I, I mm-hmm. maybe see people bullied in school and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was bullied okay. and, uh, you know, and I will never treat a human like that. I think once mm-hmm. you go through that, you become the complete, complete different words, sacrificing your, self-happiness you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i get too much where i forget about myself mm-hmm. my friends notice that they're like hey lisa you need to take lisa time and i go mm-hmm. no i know i do i do they're like no you don't you don't you don't even take a break at comic cons and i go i go outside i go outside for fresh air and they're like well you don't even go eat lunch and i go i bring it back to my table yeah but you need to take that couple seconds to go re-energize yeah. but that one kid that comes by and i'm not yeah. there what the hell are they gonna they're like oh this big wig left like you know what i mean yeah yeah it, yeah and i i i have a problem just like um you know i'm not perfect balancing 
I don't mm-hmm. balance it well. Mm-hmm. I, I give, give, give. And um, I think a lot of wrestlers, I don't know this generation anymore, but back in my day, we give, give, give. You know, we just need the acceptance and going, you know, mm-hmm. I know. And also being a heel in the ring, I don't want people to think I'm really like that in real life because I'm, right. I'm completely opposite of my character. Even though it's fun. Even though it's, it's fun, fun to be a heel. It's easy, it's easy to get people right. to hate you. Yeah. Because you become that freaking bully in school or mm-hmm. that, what do you not want to hear? You're yeah. fat, you're ugly, or your boyfriend thinks about me or, mm-hmm. you know, like nice pants. Like to be ridiculed as I can ridicule people, which is bullying mm-hmm. to get people to hate me. Right. You know what I mean? Which I hated as a kid, you know, being, yeah. I was made fun of being so skinny and being so flat chested. And like, you know, and being gawky, but you know, that kind of stuff, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, when you, I think when you experience it, like, you know how to make people happy, I think like, and, um, mm-hmm. Zaya Brookside, I just did that appearance in New York with her. She's Robbie Brookside's kid. Right. And she goes, did you just say hi to those girl, two ladies eating pizza? And I go, yeah, we made eye contact. She said, hi ladies. She goes, oh my God, you're so nice. And I'm like, I say hi to homeless and everything too. I go, mm-hmm. yeah. You won't like being with me. I talk to strangers, yeah. and uh, yeah, but I'm I'm still made fun of. Like when we used to go check in a hotel and we're sharing a room with another wrestler, like mm-hmm. I would always offer tickets to the hotel staff, like okay. to try to get a discount, <laughs> and like you know to fill the seat. Like, hey, are you guys wrestling fans? Would you like tickets or one eight by ten for your kids or something like that? And um, and they're like. Do you like people to like swoon over you? I go, no, I just, I like to pe- make people happy and like, mm-hmm. and to get the discount. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm not, I'm not being, you know, that, that, you know, but um, I, I talk to everybody and I think it gets on people's nerves a little bit because I even sometimes ignore my family going, oh, I'm talking to the bartender over there. Well, we're having family dinner. And I'm like, well, on, we have something in common. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I but think, I think you know, like, I also. You're like that too, aren't you? I can be, yeah. It depends. Like I, 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 I like to read people first before okay. I make like a, a before I approach. I guess, yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. So I think yeah. going back to the whole, inse- you know, when you're talking about being insecure, I think it's 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 just the nature and, t- and you know talking about giving, giving, giving. I think it's just the nature of being a professional wrestler. You're giving your body, you're putting your body on the line for other people's entertainment. So and entertainment or being a rock star or an actress and stuff like this mm-hmm. as girls like you know like I follow 80s um before and now which shame on me because you want to see what they look like back in the day and what they look like now I think for my mindset like okay they age too makes me feel better about <laughs> but to see the comments god forbid us like our metabolism slows down right. I have a thyroid um uh, I have gray hair, but I still color mm-hmm. my hair. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get my nails done anymore, but I, and I don't, um, tan. I just use the mousse stuff and then, yeah. but you know, we gain weight and like, yeah. you know, we, we age just like everybody else, but there's right. just no giving and just like, yeah, my God, just be gentle. Like, you know, and yeah. like, I, I, I just don't judge on people's looks. Yeah. You know, if they're tatted up, they're probably the nicest people. Oh, yeah. You know, do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, they may look like um, I watch paranormal activities. I'm like paranormal shows. Twin, mm-hmm. They're called Twin Paranormal. It's on YouTube. And uh-huh. that's my favorite show. And they're all tatted up, face paint, like tatted, boom, one side, different color. 
and they're just so intellectual and they're so yeah. sweet mm-hmm. and kind. And I'm like, see, this is an example. You don't judge by a book by its cover. Exactly. Exactly. This is what the new, like, you know, elementary school, junior high and high school kids need to learn this. Right. No, it's true. You know? It's very yeah. true. Um, so, so when you got back, so going back to your wrestling career, um, you came back as a psycho, as a psycho character. Well, after, after you came back from being pulled through the table, you yeah, came back as yeah. a full-time wrestler and you were a heel, probably your best character ever. Tell me about that. How did that whole psycho character came about? Is it because you were bigger? You were, you look, you, was- you fit the role as the bully? I, I think that, and also I trained in Memphis championship wrestling which was jerry lawler's um neck of the woods Mm -hmm. and the way we wrestled was like um you know like you know we don't have tv all the time so you want the back row like up in the bleacher to see our movement so when i would attack someone i'd go so everybody can see what i'm doing right i was so over exaggerated that they they said wow you're really in i thought i was working like intense but they were like you really are kind of psychotic out there and i'm like I'm just big at movements and my mm-hmm. facial expressions were, mm-hmm. you know, like you, yeah. you, I would tell the cameraman, get a close up after this move because I'm going to yeah. tell a story with my face. Right. And, and um, I was just, I, I just think also I was very, um, what's the proper word? Because I just heard that this, the word I was using was inappropriate. I used mm-hmm. to say, I used to call myself a spaz and I evidently okay. that's not PC. A spaz? I, I've, I've heard it used, but I don't know. Okay. I thought it was just, I was very ugh, ugh, like uh-huh, just uh-huh. nervous and just the way I work was like. Jittery, uh, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know, but that's how I worked. And I think it came off as psychotic and Fit was like, you need to do a psycho character. And yeah. I was like, okay, whatever you think. Fit Finley was really in charge of oh, all yeah. of our characters in my generation. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He did. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he did for the women's division. I think we all talk about him. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I think we all. I, with, I think we from all. the fans' perspective, they probably no, still don't fans. know. Mm-hmm. No, but, no. The, but the but the talent, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. He's amazing. He's amazing, and he took us serious. Like he got, he had the women's division given to him because he was a new agent or mm-hmm. producer or trainer in WWE or F, you know, and said, he goes, you know, like, okay, you give me the girls, I'm going to make them fighters. I am going to make them really tough as shit. Right. You know, he was in charge of like with jazz and Trish and all of our characters, you know, yeah. like he was freaking our, our dad on the road. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he would be surrounded. Like people used to make fun of him. Cause we were all like, like at catering fit Finley would be at our table. All the girls are around him. And, and just because we felt so comfortable with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. during a time when the women weren't supposed to, yeah. I mean, I guess you can say when yeah, you yeah, first yeah, came right. back, when you first came back, actually the women's division was a little oh, taken. Still taken, doing bikini stuff and we're right. still doing the fight. It was like a mix. Yeah. It was like a mixture of everything. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah I, I, that was my, that was one of my favorite times, obviously when, when the women's yes. division was, it was like a mixture of everything. It was something it for was. everybody. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, they still um, wanted to do the sex appeal. And then they did the badasses and like, you know, they, yeah. they, they just wanted to give like every seasoning, right. you know, like salt, pepper, paprika, like all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, you played that character flawlessly, in my opinion. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. There was like um, Stevie Richards, like um, he helped me a lot. Like, yeah. 
he was like, just whatever you feel out there, do it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And we never, we never went over what we we're doing. Mm-hmm. It was just organic and like, organic. okay, what a psycho couple would be like. And I was supposed to like, well, there was one entrance I went and I was only supposed to smell him. And I yeah. ended up biting his ear. And and when we went back, he goes, what was that? And I go, I'm sorry. I got in the moment, <laughs> my, my character. And he goes, no, it was great. And I go, oh, okay. You said to just go whatever we feel. And yeah. no apologies, nothing. Just it was so organic. It just, yeah. he always gave me a pep talk. You know, you're a great wrestler. You got to believe that. And then mm-hmm. like for us, we're so insecure. Mm-hmm. Growing up insecure and stuff like that. Especially growing up in California where it's mm-hmm. a little um, shallow and like what you look yeah, like. what you look like. Okay, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I needed him to be feeding my mm-hmm. mind because I always self-doubt. Yeah. And I was never happy after because that. you didn't you didn't fit the diva, uh, no, you know what no. what a diva was at that time. Yeah, yeah, and I and um I don't know if I was a pref- perfectionist, but I never felt like I did the best I could, even though I did out there. Like, what mm-hmm. could I have done differently? But mm-hmm. in your back, you're like, ah, oh, man, I knew this. Yeah. I should have done that. That yeah. clothes I sucked. It was too high. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You tear yeah. yourself apart, but that yeah. makes you a better worker. Right. And every job, like even though like you're like. You know, this is 22 years ago, you know, like you still have to critique yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be, I think in any job you do, you always have to critique because that makes you better at your job and things right. change with time, mm-hmm. right? Things change. Exactly. And like, wrestling changes, like all the styles, like, you know, it goes, it's just another roller coaster mm-hmm. and you've got to accept it, not fight the system and just go with the flow and, you know, acclimate in this, uh, learn and study and you know like back at ovw you know we studied we were we we were known to get vhs tapes every mm-hmm. night watch this watch this jim Cornette. like hey what'd you learn what was the psychology out of that mm-hmm. and i studied to death rick flair and ricky steamboat okay those were my freaking favorite they if they can wrestle for it's called broadway which is an hour match and have still people on the feet, that's a gift. Today, ADHD or ADD, you give them a six-minute match, they're bored, they're sitting down on the chair. You're like, right. oh, my God, what do I have to do to get them to stand up and cheer for yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think in today's world, like, it's it's so fast-paced. Like, it's spot, spot after spot after spot. And I know you weren't known to be a high flyer. I mean, you had your moonsault. You had your, your... I wanted to be a high flyer because I was okay. a gymnast until I got in the ring and I saw the sizes of my opponents. I go, oh my God, they're tiny. I better, <laughs> I better be a base. And it's safe, safer to be a base. And yeah. it's funny because you every time you tried a moonsault off the top, it would, ne- it would, it would never hit. They would always move out the way. <laughs> no, no, there was a couple. You'll see Trish take it. My knee oh, braced. Trish took it. Yes, I did yeah. see that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then I did one where Molly was feeding in and then um, I gave it to her. There, um, there were certain people that were like, no, hit it. Right. Hit it. I'll take it. Even if you miss it, like, because you can't gauge. Your, once you're in error, I don't know mm-hmm. how to gauge. Okay, okay. Yeah. I need to go to left. I need to go to right. right. No, yeah. You need to like kind of. Straight. Yeah. Oh, and like look going, oh shit, she's too inside. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. shit, I got to feed inside conveniently. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I wanted to be a flyer, but I was better at base. And um, yeah, I think my longevity people trusted me that I'd rather hurt myself than right. them get hurt. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd rather mm-hmm. take them. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt myself. I, I don't want them to fall mm-hmm. because why weren't you there? You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. Um, you know, and you know, I was always very giving in the ring, which was um, my default too. They were like, Oh my God, you know, you're, you're, you can tell that this happened and you're like going, they wanted to get that move in. I was there. I I, I can take it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but, um, I wanted the girls to shine. I was a heel. I can look yeah. like an ass. I don't care. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's my job. Let them exactly. be a good guy and me as a bad guy. And I didn't like being baby face when they yeah. me as a baby face. I didn't like it. Right. I didn't like it. Even though I love the song. I loved that upbeat tempo. Well, that Nicki was Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Exactly. Like she wasn't Nicki Minaj at the time. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. They got a local right. New Yorker to sing it. Because uh, they asked me what kind of songs, what what kind of music do you listen to? I go, I'm mostly into hip hop. I did hip hop dance back in the day, and you know that kind of stuff. And they they were like, okay, let's do a hip hop dance, you know. Um, and I said, I, you know, I did hip hop dancing. They're like, I go, we well, need to have you do an entrance differently because mm-hmm. people are starting to cheer for me as a psycho. Exactly. So I wish they went put me through therapy. To- exactly. To, go, to transition into being a baby go, face. Like, we're going to put you in dance to calm your, your ass down, right? That would have been a great storyline. But no, exactly. I just came on TV as a baby face. So people were like, oh, my God, going to the, the airport, the hotels, coming outside to go get in my rental car. People were like, what the hell? What what happened? What happened? And I'm like, I'm not in charge of this. Like, right. I'm doing what I'm told, you know? You know, it's like a movie. You don't, you don't talk, you know, you don't tell it person that's writing script i don't agree with the script i don't exactly. want to die at the end. right you know what I mean? no, you're, you're just thankful to have a job and mm-hmm. be able to do what you love you know yeah exactly so yeah, yeah Nicki minaj I, I don't think has she ever i don't think she's ever acknowledged that she i don't even know if she's a fan of wrestling to be honest i, I, I know cardi know, but, b is oh yeah yeah she's tweeted a few I, times I, about wrestlers i, I yeah. have a uh, tagged her on like when people like every time like tattoo or I'm sorry, the, the um, I ain't the lady to mess with, and they were yeah. like, hey, keep on my my you know my 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 radio, and they'll ta- you know take a picture, and I'll tag her, but I don't get anything back. I don't. Right. She's busy and kind of yeah. like a big big celebrity compared yeah. to wrestling. She right. probably has someone run it for her, and they're probably. like, probably hell is this release Marie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah I, I always like that song, and it's such a good like workout song too. Like it's very up tempo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I like it. I like so, it. I don't listen to my, my music on my off duty though. No, not even tattoo. No, I, no when, well, when it comes on the radio, I don't change it. Right. But, um, I don't. I don't have it on my playlist. Yeah. Like, I have the whole tattoo album. Uh-huh. You know, um, English and the um, Russian version. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Nicki Minaj. I have it. I just don't listen to it. Yeah. Come on. Right. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. That's a little weird. It's a little weird. But no, I don't know. But you definitely lucked out having such great songs. Like all of your I songs did. were great. Mm-hmm. I know. And Broken and TNA. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was very sure. lucky. I honestly, very I liked lucky. all of my songs. I because did. not every wrestler can say the same. There are some wrestlers who have actually admitted in public that they didn't like their music. Well, some of them get generics, like just yeah. a rock. Song. Yeah. 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 No thought yeah. process in there. Yeah. Yeah, you want to you want a real banger, I guess you can say. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So when you be so you weren't a a, fa- a baby face that long, like you turned heel pretty um, about a year or so in after I your face turn. 
Yeah. Um, I just, I think the girls were getting smaller and smaller and mm-hmm. just like, you know, I think I, I, I don't know, honestly, they don't talk to you very much mm-hmm. and I never wanted to bother the office with unnecessary mm-hmm. stuff. And just, um, they turned me heel and I was like, Oh, freaking thank God. Right. Thank freaking God. And, because at uh, that time it was, it was, it was, it transitioned to the diva search era. Yes, and yes. you were one. Of, you were still one of the few wrestlers that were still there. So yeah. I guess they they felt comfortable with you being a heel and I, I guess mentoring the I, new I only, girls. Well, um, Evan, I only went to um, Vince's office like three times. Like one mm-hmm. to um, one was it to ask for my release. One was um, give me Christy Hemi. Mm-hmm. I knew they wanted to shoot her to the moon. And right. one was why am I not in more video games? That was the only okay. time. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I, I went in, I go, I know you want to make Christy Hemi a million, like, you know, the freaking top baby face. Give her to me. I'll make her look like a million bucks. And mm-hmm. I don't care if I look like an asshole. And the next week we have an angle. Yeah. And that was, uh, I wish I, w- I spoke up a little bit more mm-hmm. on angles. I just was just thankful to be a part of WWE at the right. time. And you're, I don't want to complain, you know, people that complain so much. Mm-hmm. Enough already. Get rid of them. I can't yeah. take this. I mean, I didn't yeah. want to be too squeaky, but right. uh, I got Christy Hemi and mm-hmm. uh, she didn't know the much iconic, about- The iconic swimsuit competition. <laughs> I kicked Jerry Lawler, the, the bully yeah. does. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yes. And, um, oh, my God. And that yeah, nasty was- looking wit- and the widow's peak that she took it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at her. Okay. I I thought I the first when people asked me, like, the first person that got hurt from it was Christy Hemi. And then we talked just, like, maybe when we had her on our show on God TV and, um, or just chit chatting at a guest appearance. And, um, I go, yeah, I go, I always say that you're the only one that got hurt. She goes, I never got hurt from it. And I go, you're back bent. She goes, I have lordosis where, you know, your spine, you know, with the people. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she go, and I go, Oh my God, I thought I over, you overcompensated to make it look too good that you were mm-hmm. really taking it. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, I never got hurt from it. And I go, well, you made it. That was a devastating widow's peak. Yeah. Her back went like almost. It looked like an accordion. Yeah. Accordion. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah. But she, I think, like, she didn't know yeah. wrestling. And I told them, uh, we, we got to house shows like non-televised events and TV three hours before everybody else got there to work with Arnie Anderson, Fit Finley, Ricky Steamboat, all the agents um, to help, you know, here, let's, let's, let's help Christy, you know, you know, with certain moves and stuff like that and go over, you know, she was just thrown into the fire, just yeah. like a lot of the girls are. And it's not their fault. No. She took it. She ran with it. And she was mm-hmm. like, when I watched back at the wrestler, the her wrestling matches. She was fucking good. I'm yeah. sorry. There was like, she was amazing and mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's i think we were just used to where trish and i had like a good chemistry and like we yeah. knew each other's repertoire and mm-hmm. when you work with somebody new it's you're like oh god i hope this is good and you're still yeah. self-doubting afterwards but mm-hmm. she was amazing and then she worked hard for the spot like she she um, amazing and we went there to have the good matches good matches yeah. together you know what I mean? and had a pay-per-view match and everything <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. She was and with the, with the, with the, the glass breaking over her head. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was iconic too. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Love I, that one scene. One take to get that right. One take to get that right. It was a live shot, right? And you watch, watch it back, you guys. Watch it back. I should have taken my hair and took it off my face, but I thought crazy people don't care their looks. Right. So I just left my hair dangling on my fake eyelash like this. And mm. I should have went to show my face expression more, but I didn't think about that. Yeah. I, I think I thought it was great. I thought it was Thank it was you. fine. Yeah, Thank for sure. Um, yeah, no, but Christy, I think Christy doesn't get enough credit. She was a fast learner. I think she was a, a fast learner. Mm -hmm. She was a dancer um, yeah. as a kid. Yeah, and an athlete too. So mm -hmm. yeah, she yeah she had it. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I you you became I think you became a great mentor for a lot of the new girls, which some people some wrestling fans thought was not the best thing for you because they saw you as like this badass who I can became, kick um, people's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hold on, let me get, let me get that. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking some vino. Hey, go for it. <laughs> really fancy um, screw cap. I didn't know I okay. bought a screw cap. But, okay. <laughs> and, um, okay. No, that was my longevity was working with the rookies. Uh -huh. I think people were comfortable because I was a rookie getting the ring. Mm -hmm. I um, Jazz was the one that taught me how to lead rookies like sh i was a rookie when i worked with her she would talk to me all right baby 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 all right mm -hmm. you're not okay you're gonna fight back right now all right just yeah. calm down take a deep breath okay mm -hmm. i'm coming back you know she made me feel calm and then yeah. i learned from her how to lead a match and um i think i became you know when fit feeling came back because he wanted to make the superstars look really good and then mm -hmm. work with him in the ring mm -hmm. you know um i think that uh, yeah that's when the fans started shitting on me yeah. Um, losing to obvious matches and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. you know, I knew my, I knew my my role at the time, and but going out to the car and listening to people, what the hell? What happened to you? You used to be such a good wrestler. It gets to your head, and you you don't want people to not believe the magic anymore. Mm -hmm. you, you want to know Santa's still real. Yeah. And I was like, man, I still love this business. And that's when I went to Vince, and I was like, mm -hmm. Vince, Daddy, and Johnny Ace, and I was like. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I'll be honest mm -hmm. with you. I go, I have two more years on my, my contract. I go, can I get my release? I go, you know, I'm getting, I didn't tell them I'm getting shit on by the fans or anything like that. I go, I appreciate what I've, what I've been through, but I love the business and I don't want to be a bitter vet. Like when people mm -hmm. shit on the business, you know, yeah. you got to be thankful of what we've done. And I hate negative people mm -hmm. talking about the business. Like, man, it gave us such a, a, a unique life and got to see the world and work with unique people. And I'm still friends with most of the people I work with, you know what I yeah. mean? So I, I, I created a new family. I didn't create it. We created a, a family mm -hmm. that we're, you know? Yeah. So yeah. do you think that, do you think that if the fans hadn't started, I guess, trashing you and, and whatnot, do you think you would have stood longer in the WWE yes. as like that mentor for the new girls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would have, I would have, but, um, remember, um, I need, I, I'm too sensitive, mm -hmm. I think for the business, which I've been told, um, and I need to block out that negativity and, but man, that's, you got to listen to the fans, you know, like, oh my God, they're not buying it. I need to change it up. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh my God, they're shitting on me. Shit on me. And I'm like going, man, I'm not feeling good. Like when I got back to the hotel, I couldn't sleep and I'm like, what the hell am I, man, how do I? How do I get out of this rut? Mm. And I wish I would have asked, hey, can I be a trainer? Can I mm. 
be what Fit Finley was, my mm-hmm. like, um, talent enhancement. Like, just throw me in, let me get my ass kicked, mm-hmm. just to, like on house shows and stuff like that, and just um, create the new talents. And I wish yeah. I would have spoken, but I didn't know the lingo at the time. I was so right. green still, even though I was mm-hmm. in business for a while. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have spoke up a little bit, but um, then like 30 days later, I'm oh, sorry, 60 day, no, I'm oh, sorry, 90 day, no complete compete clause. That's when yeah. TNA reached out to me and I yeah. was like, I don't know. And then, but I was watching, we were all watching TNA because yeah. the women's division was kicking ass and I was watching Gail Kim and Awesome Kong and there was a lot of girls I never wrestled there and they were all right. different shapes and sizes and I was like, let me try it. So I signed a year contract and they wanted to sign me for eight, three years and I was like, just sign for it for a year. Let me see if I even feel comfortable there. I, I wanted to be happy too, mm-hmm. you know, and, then, and work with cool people. Yeah. And then I ended up staying and yeah. um, loving it and was ODB's maid of honor and just most, <laughs> yeah, you know, SoCal Val on God TV. Like yeah. we have a lot of friends. Like wrestling is a unique breed, just like I think dancers are or actors mm-hmm. are and stuff like that. You you have a community. Mm-hmm. You can vent to each other and get what you're, you're not shitting on what you've done. Yeah. You're like, you know what I mean? You get what I mean? And they yeah. get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, for sure. Exactly. Um a fellow podcaster, it's hard to get guests that don't cancel. Yeah. Get guests um for them to even reply back because yeah. some most of it goes to spam. hmm You know what I mean? And yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's 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 hard getting a guest. Like yeah. even for us. Even right. for us. Wow. Because also you know, Val lives in London, you know, and all oh, the time difference. Yeah. I'm in California and it's, it's just hard to get us like, when are you not booked? Right. When are you not booked? You know what I mean? Are you available this day? Yeah. You have a doctor's appointment. Don't forget we're adults still. Yeah. You know, I have to go to the groomers that day. You know what I yeah. mean? That kind of, exactly. You know, my dog stuff, you know, my vet and stuff like that. So right. It's hard being a it's podcaster. Hard. It is. It's so hard. It's hard, but you have to have a passion for it and a love for you it. Do. Yeah. You do. And to be able yeah, to think on your is. feet, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then go with the flow and like, oh my god, um, what if someone's an asshole? How do yeah. I work? Around this? Exactly. Or do I end it right now? Do I end it right now because they don't look like they're enjoying it? <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, it's it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. But um, so when you were finishing up your career in the WWE, that's when we we you know that's when the divas division started to n- not be taken as seriously as it once was and not what it is now that was the main focus the diva search yes right yes. the diva search yeah. um not the fans still wanted to see the wrestling but okay fans yeah okay. so so you were more you wanted more of the wrestling which is another which is probably the motivation as to why you went to tna because they were focused more on the wrestling yeah. aspect of yes. it yeah mm-hmm. yeah but i thought i was done i didn't like quit to go i'm going to tna right no no, I didn't. I was just like, going, man, I got to figure my life out. Um, don't forget, I started wrestling when I was 29 and a half. So I was older okay. already. Right. Okay. And I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to have a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, like, I don't have any children, but um, which I'm thankful of because I can barely take care of myself. I have two dogs. <laughs> They're my, my spoiled brats. And, yeah. Um, but just, you, 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 you've got to like sometimes step back and go, man. I like, and also talking to like a lot of veterans that were kind of bitter. I didn't want to be like that. I still yeah. loved what I did. And I, I was like, man, I had nine years here. And I was like, 
I don't want to go freaking at Comic Cons and going, ah, oh, this fucking company, uh, this, mm. that, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I don't want to be that. I want to no. appreciate what I've done. You don't want to burn any bridges. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always careful, like what I say now, Evan. This is why I went to have to podstars.net, that one. Yeah. Because someone did a clickbait that said I was treated like shit when I got went back to the Rumble. I was not. Mm. I was treated so well. Oh, yeah. You were like, let Lisa, uh, Victoria, whatever. I don't remember what they called me. Let her get all of her moves in. And I had to ask Tori and Mickey, where are my moves? I don't remember what I do. <laughs> and wow. um, and um, just when I first started with WWE was when I was coming into a locker room. I don't know anybody. They just thought I was a godfather ho. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they had their employees come from strip clubs. Mm-hmm. The, the entourage came from strip clubs and right. they would come back to the locker room things stolen and i'm not oh. stereotyping so that's why i was like not welcome so much with open arms but they didn't know i was going to wrestling school and okay. that's like now i'm like these clickbaits is the reason why most of us don't do podcasts yeah it's yeah. awful like just did get that one liner and then they didn't complete my whole sentence i was like yeah. Great. WWE thinks I'm shitting on them. They see this clickbait and they're thinking that I, I wasn't treated well and I was treated so well. And yeah. now and I don't want to give it attention more. Right. Because it's gonna people go click on their get more views on their YouTubers. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you can tell with that that they just do it for the views. And I I feel like when you do that, you don't have a passion for it. Because if you had a passion for it, you would no. try to be the best version of you know and you yeah. and, and also you don't think like our friends going hey have you done this podcast right like tori go hey have you done this podcast before were they cool or did they turn your words around mm-hmm. you don't think we all talk we all talk right. exactly did you, yeah. did you go to this comic-con how was it was it dead were you bored like right. or the people like too needy like i mean like the people you're working for they're like do they have you yeah. sound sign a thousand photos yeah. or that kind of stuff we all yeah talk, yeah because we didn't know how their experience was exactly so, avoid that. so avoid fun it. yeah fun fact it's 20 years to this day i believe or to this week that you went one-on-one with the fabulous moolah on monday night raw <laughs> you need where to she pinned you on instagram <laughs> yeah, where she pinned yeah, you. <laughs> I marked out big. I marked out big time. Um, yeah. You guys can watch Lipstick and Dynamite. Um, it's their DVD of how mm-hmm. uh, female wrestling started. It was like a circus act. Mm-hmm. We, they were considered freaks. And mm-hmm. um, I came to TV. They're like, I was so used to going to TV. You have a cage match. Right. A hardcore match. Yeah. I would always go... <laughs> And the fit goes, no, I'm serious. And I'm like, I'm going to go ask somebody else. Because fit was a real. <laughs> he always, was always never serious. And then um, they're like, hey, Mula wants a match on her 80th birthday. And I'm like, I have a match with her. And I go, oh, my God. Am I going to be the first person to break her hip? Like, I, did, I was like, oh, my God. What? What am I going to do? Like, I, what's the repertoire? And um, I thought I was, um, you know, strong. Not, I'm not strong style by any means. Mm-hmm. She was pretty tight, like in the ring. Like I was like, oh my God. Like I was like, and then when she pinned me, she goes, Thank you, honey. And I was, <laughs> it was I marked out big time. Yeah. Just she was so nice. Me and Mula mm-hmm. were and uh they were so nice to me, very kind. I you know, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of, you know, from lipstick mm-hmm. and dynamite the, the the battles back in the day, but mm-hmm. I think 
back in the day is a little bit different than now. Yeah. But a beautiful person and just um, got to watch Lipstick and Dynamite. Everybody yeah. buy Lipstick and Dynamite. Yeah. 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 I remember that. I remember that. I remember watching that when I was younger. Yeah. I think <laughs> so. I have it in one of my storage boxes, but I don't know where. Uh-huh. I, or maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm sure That's it's a- available. And Evan, like, send me a link if we can order it online. Okay. Lipstick and yeah, Dynamite. Definitely. DVD. Yeah. Okay. And I remember that was that was the episode that was the raw where Randy came out and gave her an RKO. I, that, what I loved about Moolah and Mae Young was that they were down for anything. Like they three minute warning when they attacked when they went after Moolah and Mae Young. Oh my gosh, crazy! That's our. And you know what's funny? You said three minute warning. We always say um, before like, hey, when you're done with your makeup and ready to start our got our podcast on TV, um, give me a three minute warning. Yeah. We say that as you know homage. But yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah that was amazing. Randy Orton, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. He doesn't age like. I just did an appearance with his dad this uh-huh. past week, and we did a video. You can watch back on my Instagram. And I'm riding with you know legendary Bob Orton and yeah, the guy that's driving with me, and just like I, I, I send it to um, Randy's wife Kim, uh-huh. um, because I didn't have Randy's number, so I just send it to Kim, and then she said, "I'm sending it to Randy. Thank you so much for sharing this." So, yeah. He's amazing, and yeah. he's missed. I mean, I, I I hope he's good, and I hope he comes back very soon. I know he's been away for a while. Yeah. I um, know. Yeah, I hope he's good. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so so now looking at today's group of women in the WWE, um, and how the the wrestling style has changed a lot. Like I said, it's so fast paced. It's like spot after spot. I think you held your own. You know, when you came back for the no, Royal I'm, Rumble, I don't work like them. No, they have <laughs> way more athleticism. The more agility. Um, they can work at a fast pace. Mine was more character driven. Yeah. Like pause and let me look at the camera. Like mm-hmm. um, I had, I, I wanted to them them to see me stalk my prey. Mm-hmm. That was my whole. Let me get you. I'm gonna kill you. You know. I'm like yeah. you're my you're my beast. Like that kind of stuff. Um, they're amazing wrestlers. I feel like a grandma that's so proud of the new style, and um, I'm so happy that where they've come like mm-hmm. you know eventing and the Trish and Lita are back and ah, just, yeah. it's it just it's just women's wrestling has respect mm-hmm. that it deserves and um it's not from my generation but the generations before us that paved the way for us yeah I sound so PC but it's so true you no know? it's true I, I studied you know like Medusa you know Wendy yeah. Richter like you know yeah. Ivory and you know Jackie Moore like I studied like the girls back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. to help myself too, you yeah. know, Cherry yeah, Martell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of show, she's about to be in her first steel cage match, which you was in the very first women's steel cage match. Yes. Yes. I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember so, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. Um, I, I just had a phone call with her. Um, she, I, she, I was on my flight back from Bob Orton with in Chatham, Ontario. You hear my fire alarms? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay, so, uh, uh, she called me and she is like, "Why? Well, I, I have my cage match. I hope you watch it." And I'm like, "What? I don't. Is it on Peacock?" Yes. Okay. 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 So I go. When is it? Because you know it's hard to follow all the product. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And she goes, um, "I hope you watch." And I'm like, "What day is it?" She's like, "September 2nd. I go. She's, I think I'm flying back on the second, but I'm going to record it and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I, yeah. damn it. I'm in Indiana. Um, but yeah. I might be flying back before the 
paper. Don't forget California time. We see the pay-per-view like. Oh yeah. Afternoon. It's so freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but like she five said, o'clock. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. You know, but we all like back in our generation, like and and new school too. You know, a few of us we still keep in touch and just yeah. occasional. Hey, I was just thinking about you. That mm-hmm. you know, this came up and like. Do you remember this time? That kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean. So you, so you're, as of when, when did you officially retire from in the ring and ring competition? I don't know. I don't know. You don't remember? I, I, but I you never really retire. Well, I know because I still go in and rep and manage. So yeah. is it retirement? I don't think so. But I announced my last match at Masters of Entertainment match. And Melina and I were the, Melina Perez and I were the main yeah. event. And it was on a guys and girls show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, almost threw up and I'm like, I, I'm like, Oh my God, we're main eventing. We can't just do a half ass show. Yeah, man. We're doing a guy show too. And like, we got to mm-hmm. do dangerous spots. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I like just, Oh my God. And I was like, I can't, I don't think I can do this anymore. I go, I'm putting yeah. so much pressure on myself. I, it was, I just like, I, I told the guy, give me the mic. They didn't even know I was announcing this is my last mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. I got the ring and I said, thank you for coming to my last match. And everybody's like, what, what? And even the promoter goes, we would have announced your last match. And I go, I didn't know until I was about yeah. to throw up. I right. was like, I can't, I'm just, I'm so like, I'm not enjoying it. Like I should enjoy the match. Mm-hmm. I was so stressed. I hope the worrying about, I hope the fans are entertained, entertained. I hope we don't get hurt. I hope this, I hope that, that I wasn't, enjoying the actual moment of the match right. i was going oh my god we have to do a dangerous spot i hope one of us you know we're older i, I just like i want to still in, it was too much stress on me and my body doesn't recover as fast as mm-hmm. it did back you know age is a bitch man yeah age, yeah bitch, i'm sorry and um you know uh i think trisha's and lena and are just defying what age is. I, I told her stop making us all look bad for aging. <laughs> I just, I just knew in my heart, mm-hmm. I need, you know what? I want to enjoy. It's time. Yeah. It's time. And I want to be able to ride my bike and like walk, you know, I live in San Diego, California, you know, California. I'm like, I want to be able to walk like two miles and go, Oh shoot my hip. I, hold on. Mm-hmm. I got, I got to crack my back before we walk a little longer. I want to yeah. be able to enjoy life. You know, yeah. You know, I had to be a little selfish. I still enjoy it. I mean, like to watch stuff, mm-hmm. but I need to step back and enjoy, like, enjoy Lisa time. Yeah, exactly. Lisa, Lisa off time. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So I, there was a mo- there were times when everyone like fans would ask for you because I know that WWE would have these special reunion shows and you weren't around. Like they wouldn't, and for whatever reason, they wouldn't call you to be a part of it. Until finally the Royal Rumble, they called you. So of course, I'm glad you know, they waited. Fans were so. I was glad they waited. I was supposed to come in the year before, uh-huh. and they were test. Remember, it leaked out. They were it leaked out. Your Titan Tron, yes. I was on the Jericho cruise, doing an oh, appearance. There. Okay. And um, I was supposed to get blood testing, but we're on the cruise. Where do you get blood testing? Right. And I'm glad they they just said no. We're not going to do it. I'm glad because it was already leaked and I go, I really wanted it to be a surprise. And I didn't yeah. tell my family I'm going to Orlando. I told, <laughs> I just told a handful of my friends 
that I'm doing it. I'm not ready. I don't have gear, that kind of stuff. And they were the one that talked me into it. You know, Mickey, Val, yeah. um, I didn't even tell Tori or Candace. Um, mm-hmm. I called, uh, Oh, two people that are not even wrestlers, but I was like, mm-hmm. and they were like, you need to do it for the fans. They need closure. They need closure. Mm-hmm. And I go, but I, they call me two. the rumbles in two weeks. I don't have gear. I don't have Botox. I don't have my lip filler. I don't have my nails done. I go, I'm, I'm heavy. I don't work out. Like, how am I going to even last in the ring? Yeah. But I was, it, they, it was, it was amazing. Honestly, uh, they did videos of like collabs of like people watching it, people yeah. crying. Yeah. Especially yeah. my gay community. Like, yeah. Which, big, you know, I'm, it's my, it's, big it's supporter. my community. Yes. Big yes. Supporter. And when I, I can only watch the videos once and I was like bawling my eyes out yeah. and stuff. You know, I didn't ever watch my match back. Okay. I didn't want to. I, you I, didn't I, watch I, it back? No, I'm too okay. critical. No, but like. I really, watch it from time to time and I'm like, I'm so glad she had this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, there were the girl like Bailey, like was like, give me that move. Give me that move. Um, just, just, there was, uh, there was so many girls that, um, oh, it, was, it was just, it was so wonderful. Honestly, yeah. it was, well, and I, I kept on going outside to cry by myself. I'm crying right now. Um, yeah. It was really emotional. It was just, it's a big part of your life. Like, mm-hmm. that was my big adult life, you yeah. know, being an adult and being welcomed back. I was glad it was on screens because if it was a live crowd, I think I would have had to roll under the, the ring and throw up or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't know. I think it was perfect. You can see a moment when I'm coming down the ramp. And I ha- I take a moment and I look at the screen and I go, oh, my God, the real people on the screens. <laughs> I did not even know, you know, right. and uh, it was just I didn't want to let anybody down. And every all the girls were pulling me aside, you know, you know, and like Mickey, Tori, like you're fucking Victoria. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I don't feel Victoria. I don't like feel like, you know, I'm normal now. Like, you know, like they're like, you, you have no idea what you've done in the business. Yeah. And we don't. In our heads, well, I don't know. For me, I don't know how other people are. I don't know what I've done in the business because mm-hmm. I was so focused on the business that we live in a bubble. That everything we're just zoned in. How can I be a better wrestler? How can I, you know, I need to be mm-hmm. good. I mean, mm-hmm. so you ignore outside uh, influence. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, I, I'm still like. When I do Comic Cons and someone starts crying in front of me, I'm not comfortable with that because mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish they could see how I live. Like I'm like, you know, I pee pee pads on the floor and I still mm-hmm. pick it up, and I walk my dogs and I'm like, I steam clean my carpets. You know, I load up my dishwasher. You know, I, I do normal things. So like, I think yeah. we're more human than people think that we're human. Where mm-hmm. I don't feel like I don't like being put up on a pedestal. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I know I worked hard at my craft, what I did. Yeah. I appreciate feedback on that. But when people are nervous to meet me, I'm like, oh my God, dude, seriously, you know, yeah. I got some bills to pay too. Like I, right. I, I think forget that we're going through normal shit too. Right. Exactly. Like, like, uh, you know, once you're out of wrestling, I don't get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I'm still hustling, doing comic cons, doing signings. Mm-hmm. Doing whatever I can to pay the bills, you know. Right. Um, you know, my credit works too, but I'm not. I don't rely on anybody else. Exactly. I, I, you know what I mean? Have your yeah. own stuff. Yeah. I think. 
I'm e- ego, like too strong of an independent woman to rely on anybody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, you talked about how Mickey and, and Toy were like, the fans want closure, but I think they wanted, I felt like they wanted you to have your flowers and for you to have your closure because in the WWE, when you had your That's last what- match with Michelle McCool, it wasn't yeah. your last, it wasn't like this big thing, like it's your last match. It was and just Michelle like- Michelle came up to me too. Michelle was like going, sis, can I go tonight? It's my last match. Because I asked, when I asked for my release, can I just have one more match? Mm-hmm. I was waiting months. I was coming to TV. Oh my God. Okay. I don't have a match. She, she, she put her hands on my shoulder. She goes, sis, I go tonight. She goes, yeah. She goes, I asked them for you to go over and they said no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I got to pass the torch along. I go, it's a long, as long as I get a last match, I don't care. And it was with someone I cared about and, yeah. you know, I loved and like appreciated it. And when she pinned me, she said, I love you. And yeah, I had a whole speech, like not written out, but in my head. Yeah. Ready to say because I'm not good at memorizing. I I'm not a good talker and crier. Mm-hmm. I can't multitask like that. I'm too emotional, and um, I had so much to say, but I just couldn't say it. And just mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. just thank you so much. I mean, God, I I had so much to say, and I was yeah. like, when I watched my speech, I'm like, that was fucking shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just so emotional, though. You know? Yeah. But I think you're gonna get your opportunity again. In the Hall of Fame one day soon. Oh, you're sweet. It's not my. Yeah. I, it's not my choice. Like it's not. I like, know. People ask me why aren't you in the yeah. Hall of Fame? I'm like, you guys, it's not my. It's not my deal. Like, yeah. It's not my. Thing. Like I go. Mm-hmm. I can't call and say why the hell am I in the Hall of Fame? I can't right. do that. You exactly. I mean? like, but I think I think I think it's gonna happen sooner than later because Trish has said it so many times. A lot yeah. of your colleagues and your people that you've worked with have said it so many times that you deserve it. Yeah. So it's gonna happen soon. If it does ever happen, I want to apologize for my speech because, um, you know, my, my snot's going to be running and like my makeup is going to be down to here. I'm going to look like a hot mess or I, I won't be able to talk because I'm not, mm. I, I'm one of those people that cannot talk and cry. How mm-hmm. about you? It depends. It depends on, on how much I'm crying, obviously. Yeah. Well, when yeah. I, I, like, I have to stop and go, cause I lose my breath. I don't know. Right. And the sobbing. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you do get inducted into the Hall of Fame, who who are your three choices of people that you would like to induct? I, you? I don't know. I don't know. No, no? Uh, it's not my decision. I'm going to like if that ever happens, I don't want to be in the same boat as other people going. Why does she induct her? She was closer to this person. I don't okay. want that to happen. Okay. Uh, I, I don't really care. I'll be honest with you, because. I have a lot of friends in this industry mm-hmm. and. Um, that we're, you know, we're, we're still tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you would never want to say somebody like, well, one act, why not me? Okay. My boyfriend's song, but um, <laughs> uh, I, if the honor is there and honest, yeah. I, I wouldn't even know. I don't know. I have too yeah. many good Yeah. Yeah. You can't, I don't think you can make a bad choice, honestly. Thank you so much again for doing this. It means a lot to me. And as someone who grew up watching you and you really did pave the way for the women of today and, and the women's division, women's wrestling in general. So I think um, you deserve all the praise, all the goodness that comes your way. Um, yeah. Um, no, honestly, thank you so much. Evan. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. You're used to the firing from the... Yeah. All the background noise. It's, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's like I... T- Okay. <laughs> yeah.
but anyways, but um, yeah. thank you so much. I love you so much, I and love I love too. like everybody that supports me. Thank you for being so loyal and yes. forgiving. Uh, me yes, <laughs> like we all are. All right. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>